Yeah, I don't have a fan on my computer. It's... <laughs> That's because you got a baby computer. <laughs> yeah, little baby M1 Pro. Little baby, but now there's M2, so that's not exciting. You are old school. M1 Pro is better than the M2 so far. Hi, everyone. Welcome to BizDev, the podcast about developing your business. I'm your host, David Baxter. I'm joined today by my co-host. He likes that title. It makes him feel special. (laughs) Gary Voigt. How's it going, man? It's going good. How are you doing? You look like you're uh, well relaxed and mellow. I feel I feel rested coming back off of vacation. Uh, so generally speaking, we are BizDev is about uh, talking tech news and building your startups and building your business leadership strategies for growth, all of that stuff. Um, we're we're still new to the area, so we're trying to show people what we're all about. It sounds like a lot of disparate topics, but they all blend together pretty heavily, especially in our world. Um, they are all related. So hopefully you'll join us. Hopefully you'll. Uh, Take a gander, and uh, we'll go from here. So I have been out of town uh, on a fabulous vacation for the last week. So I literally have been completely disconnected. I tell you, the best thing about going on a vacation where you're truly disconnecting, I before I left, I removed Slack and my email from my home screen and turned off all notifications. That is so empowering. Hearing you say if that you're doing kind of gives that. me anxiety, but at the same time, I can understand the relief. It is really great as a business owner to be able to do that. Well, and what's really great is when you finally have built a business that allows you to go on vacation. Does that make sense? Yeah, if you feel comfortable For and years. confident enough that mm-hmm. it's going to function We have a great team, you. and... I was able to, we met, it's not easy. I'm still to the point where it's not easy because I'm still involved in lots of little things. My, my chubby little fingers are in all the pies, but, uh, I was a, we, we met before and this is what I was hoping would happen. Uh, here's the things that could blow up or while I'm gone, et cetera, et cetera. They were like, cool. Got it. Have a good time. Bye-bye. And, um, then they threw a huge rave. No, um, <laughs> they, they, but I was able to leave and, and confidently be, and I, I rarely ever completely turn off. Um, and that is when I'm like, okay, I'm going to hide this, turn off notifications, and now I'm gone. And I didn't even bring, for I, this was the first time I, I didn't even bring my laptop. Not even, now I was in a place where there literally was no cell or internet connection. So I couldn't have done anything anyways, but... Uh, that is a very freeing thing. And so if you are a business owner, I guess the really reason I'm saying this is not to gloat that I got to go on vacation. It is that you, one, need to take a vacation. And two, if you don't have that team, you'll get that team. And it is a glorious moment. Because uh, years, it was just me, right? And so if, what do you do? You don't go on vacation. That's what you do. I didn't go on vacation, I think, for like a real vacation. Uh, I think, Carl, when I hired Carl in 2018, I was able to go on a vacation. So my company had been around for five years. So not a real vacation where I could unplug. Like I'd take a little mini yeah. things, but I'd always have my laptop. I'd always have my computer or my uh, my phone. And so five years. Uh, so if you're in that slog, it'll come and it'll be glorious. <laughs> okay. Sorry, that wasn't even on our topic list. That just happened. See, boom, spontaneous. 
All right. Uh, so what did you want to talk about? Since I've been completely been and utterly going. disconnected, and what can I just... Let me just tell you, the tech world has turned to garbage. Like, the economy is falling apart. <laughs> Web3 is gone. NFTs are a joke. Crypto's down. So I thought we'd talk about something we could make fun of. <laughs> something a little bit more lighthearted. So. That's for, hey, speaking <laughs> of crypto, so... I think I've mentioned I have my little experiment, right? Where I bought I, every my time I see I got back. the number for the like what the shares are doing for crypto. Oh my god! I'm wondering if you're down to like eight bucks or if you're like negative. Do you owe like so I, free money yet? Or <laughs> my wife was actually she's like, what happens when that goes to zero? Do they start sending you a bill? Uh, so I I think I've said this before. I bought a thousand dollars like I don't even know when. Eighteen months ago? No, Not maybe about a, almost um, a year ago. It wasn't that long ago. About a year ago. I bought $1,000 to because yeah, I was encouraged was like summer, by a guy who was on the team yeah. at the time. He's no longer with us. I think so. Was it? Um, and so I always, so that it was a nice round number to see if it's gone up or down. Very easy. Uh, it went as high as 1500 And as of yesterday, I haven't checked it today, it's worth a whopping 300 bucks. So I am killing it. 700 hey, at least you won't get, you know, pinged with some crazy Seven. taxes for that. Well, yeah, it was. I don't think you get taxes unless you sell right. it, right? Plus, I don't even know. I'm just trying to, you know, look at any kind of silver right. lining for that. That's all. <laughs> There's no silver lining, though. No. Any, any asset that in less than a year has dropped 70 percent. Well, it's worse than that because it went up to 1500 and then dropped to 300 So, I mean, wow. And that's fine. It's funny. I, you and see I know the, we've talked about that many times. I'll see the tweets every now and then from people that have been what they call themselves crypto ogs you know in from the beginning or whatever and they're like oh these ups and downs mm -hmm. these fluctuations of course it's going to happen with something this new and this vibrant but we're just getting started and then all the comments are like please i love the whatever. word vibrant. <laughs> like this is stop what are you selling <laughs> vibrant that is awesome yeah it's it, it i consider and probably i get hate mail for this but I have always thought my wife is really uh, has been on a um, a quest to remove the world of uh, multi level oh, yeah. marketing <laughs> schemes. Uh, she really she's been reading about them, and, and the more you educate yourself about those, the scarier and, and creepier they seem. And I've always said, you know, there aren't any, and, and oh, she no, told they're... me I'm wrong on this, but generally speaking, most of them are connected to women, like, and and it's because women are social. And they will get together and have the parties and do this. And I was like, there really aren't any MLMs for men. And she's like, well, there are, but they're very rare. But I was like, you know, crypto kind of sounds like one, right? When you talk to a crypto fan, they have that frothiness <laughs> that an Amway salesman does, yeah, right? Like this is the greatest thing ever. And if you're not in this, man, you're missing out. Yeah. And you better come along with me. Well, you wait next year when I'm yeah. going to be rich and, and you're still going to be poor. I would have told you. I told you. You should have got in. I, w I told you to get on the ragged man. And get in so, at the ground As long level. as I think you are. Yeah, my. Uh... <laughs> That's when you should always run. When they say it, you need to get on the ground level. That's yeah, a bad sign. I'm, I'm not a fan of any kind of like uh, pyramid schemes or MLMs, multi level marketing or whatever. And my dad, actually, when I was a kid, got kind of pulled into the Amway thing. So, yeah, it's. It's all just bad. Early on, anecdote, early on, Big Pixel is eight months old. It maybe maybe 12. This guy says, hey, I, he comes up and he, and he heard, he's like, I hear about, I was at dinner, sorry. I was at dinner 
at, I think it was California Pizza Kitchen. I don't know why I remember that, but we're sitting there and this guy, I'm talking to my wife and probably business comes up. The guy comes up and says, hey, hey, I, I hear you talk about your business. I'd love to talk to you more about it. Well, I'm a brand new business owner, so I am just plum tickled. Yeah, I'll talk to the wall if you're I interested. I think I know where this is right? going. I'm in that, that I'll mow, I'll, oh yeah, I'll mow your lawn for my bill rate, right? That's the stage of business I was in. And uh, so he's like, yeah, let's meet up at Panera. I'll, I'll buy you lunch and we'll talk about your business. And I was like, oh man, I love this so much. So we get there. Oh, it's an Amway I thought sale. you were just going to get thing hit with an like, sale. you talked about your business for like an hour and then you get an invoice for a consulting fee because that's a thing too. <laughs> oh no, no, I haven't heard that. That would be pretty brutal. No, that it was, it was, uh, we talked about my business for about 10 seconds and then it quickly shifted over to, well, let me tell Have you, you heard I'm, about these new nutrition. I am bars? selling the world's greatest products. <laughs> It was, oh man. So I was, I, and and when you're stuck in that situation, because he bought me lunch, right? So you're, you're, an, you're at an in-person and... one-on-one timeshare pitch. <laughs> yeah. If anybody well, remembers yeah. and knows what those and, are. Yeah. And you can't it's leave like, to go to the... Like a, a prison no, of man. a sales pitch yeah. for like three hours just to get discounted Disney tickets or something. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. They're pretty, yeah. 90 minute presentation and you get a free weekend. Um, and the reason they do that is because their high pitch, high pressure is so successful. All right, so uh, let's talk about some more stupid headsets, some goggles, VR, Oculus, whatever you want to call them, because apparently uh, Meta has a whole bunch of prototypes of how they're going to go forward with the new Metaverse Oculus headgear, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it. Verge has an article, and I was reading through it, and the thing that struck me the most is just the cool names that they give them as mm. their prototypes whether they're cool or stupid or funny whoever's in charge of that or if maybe the team gets to pick one but in the article some of the names that they referenced for these goggles were uh, butterscotch starburst hollow cake 2 and mirror lake now mirror lake i thought i heard before as like an that's, amd reference that sounds like intel intel names all of their chips after lakes yeah. was it intel that's a it's a lake and so oh, like okay. yeah. uh, i can't remember the actual but they all of them. And then the butterscotch and Starburst made me think of the with the Raspberry Pi Android mm -hmm. stuff. They used to name all their stuff Wasn't after that a candy. Code name too. Uh, all of until yeah, all was right. it P? No, after P, I think, which was of course Pi, uh, they stopped using that. I think R was the first one that they uh, stopped using candy yeah. references. Uh, so yes, I love Hollow Cake too. I think it does make me wonder what happened to the Hollow Cake one hologram did the hollow cake yeah. one catch on cake. fire and burn hollow some guy cake. and had to immediately <laughs> it hose him down that's the end of that one let's bring out the two uh i guess the whole point of this is they're trying to blend hyper realistic graphics with a lightweight mm -hmm. headset but you know they've had they in the image they have everything that looks like from google glass on up to the full-on giant oculus one you know so they've got in the prototypes they're all different, but it looks like they're getting somewhere. But at the same time, of course, people are going to throw. Well, wait until Apple's comes out. Apple's, Apple's comes will out. not be. Who knows if Apple's even on the same it. playing field? They are aiming from what, all the rumors that I have heard. They are aiming to come out with like a stopgap. It's going to be very nice. Don't get me wrong. Apple doesn't make ugly hardware, but It'll it will look, look good. good. But it, it's going to be. It's not glasses. It's going to be pass through. Is my guess. So. 
it's going to be, you can't see through them, but there will be cameras that will then open up and be a screen. So you can still see, but it'll be completely opaque to the outside person. And that's the stopgap because the technology to have a see-through screen is really, that's all brand new tech. I think it's called light wave, light, something like that, where they etch the glass to reflect back into your face. It's wild stuff. Um, and they all are fighting it. And is it like certain certain colors will hit certain etch marks to display in a direct, like a contrast ratio? In a I am direction? not sure how it works. Versus the see-through? That it is really, really neat stuff. That. That but I crazy. think the question is, is can you get it? Like they've been using this forever, these light guides or whatever they're called. Um, if you think of the HoloLens, it's been around forever. That was Microsoft's big helmet looking thing. Yeah. Um, it's... Field of view is something like 70 degrees. And that's really one of the weaknesses is how do you get it where it feels like I'm looking, you know what I'm saying? It's your whole field of vision. And that's where these things often fall apart. Yeah, well, you mentioned having the cameras, like the assistant. And that makes me think of like a lot of the newer cars will have like the 3D camera, mm -hmm. you know, around your car where you can see like a top-down view. And it's just connecting, mm -hmm. the, you know the ultra wide cameras from around the edges and putting that picture together. But if you can do that through the glasses and also get a different picture in front of your face. Yeah. That's, that makes me think of like the Iron Man heads. Up yeah. I mean, that's what they're all aiming for. They all want to make Iron Man, right? Which the, his glasses that, or I guess it would be Spider-Man's glasses yeah. that he bequeaths him. Right. Spoiler alert. Um, those yeah. are like what everyone thinks of when they're thinking of these glasses, but the stopgap is going to be the opaque ones. Again, think of the Oculus right now, just much svelter, smaller, lighter. That's what Apple's going to do. And they're supposed to be extremely expensive. I will say that I think when it comes, I'm not a fan of Meta. I've made that clear before. I, that company has abused my trust too many times for me to be improved, impressed by them. But I will say Mark Zuckerberg has, is betting the farm on this. Billion, oh, tens yeah. of no, billions of directly. dollars are being spent on that, and more than anybody by a long shot. And he's pitching, he says right now, he thinks they're in the middle of a big step forward towards realism, and he doesn't, he doesn't think it's going to be that long before they have scenes with basically perfect fidelity. Now, that's, how do you describe perfect fidelity? Like, just realism? I think Apple called it a retina. <laughs> they remember when they made that huge deal when retina displays came out it were you unperceptible oh, i just murdered that poor word un yeah in <laughs> imperceptible is that the word under wow imperceivable really hard to find Anyways, <laughs> really hard to see couldn't the human see the pixels. eye the human eye can't see couldn't any see the pixels that was the thing yeah. retina when they came yeah. out with the original i don't remember which iPhone, they, they branded that, the Retina screen. And at the time, it was a huge jump to like 280 pixels per inch. And everybody's like, it will. Yeah, well, it doubled it. it will, yeah, because they, they were scaling up to 144, and then it doubled that. So it was like 280-something. So and, and they said, you're never going to get any better. And then, of course, Samsung says, really? Watch this. And they came out with something like 400. And it got stupider and stupider. And... Samsung's known oh, yeah. for doing that, though. Like, here's a here's a 12 megapixel camera that makes great images. Well, here's a 250 megapixel <laughs> that makes bad camera. images. Eat that apple. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they all look like crap, but you could zoom in. Yeah, but, and you can see one big fuzzy pixel. It's glorious. <laughs> but you can see the mailbox of the guy's lived 
15 I streets think away from that. I, I give them credit for the fact that boy, they're they're putting where their money where their mouth is, and I think they are like this is the future. That I think this is their last stand, though. I mean, they have, they have to, to do break something. something because they're the golden goose is as big as it's going to get, which is ginormous. They put a lot of emphasis on the whole metaverse and the web three thing. And in my opinion, it seems like the web three and the metaverse kind of spawned in the same that was not an frame, which in my mind makes them kind of related because of the way they were trying to say, you know, you'll live in the metaverse, you'll shop in the metaverse, mm -hmm. you'll bank in the metaverse. And so I'm assuming that that meant like the whole web three financial, you know, connection there. And then with everything kind of going on now with crypto, crashing and everything it it seems to me like metaverse is going down with it but that's just my perception i, from I an think outside view so i'm thinking they do need to kind of have something break through that's going to be like look look what we created we told you this is going to be great and people will get on board in some way because right now everything i'm hearing about the metaverse is just all bad like just it was it was an idea that was floated too bad. early it, it is the future i have zero doubt in my mind that the idea of Ready Player One, that concept, where everybody puts on goggles to yeah. escape, that is coming. It, it's just a matter of time. Now, it might be 20, 30 yeah. years, right? When the tech and all of that munges together. I mean, this is like the Palm Pilot coming out in the late 90s and saying, you know, you're going to be carrying one of these in your pocket, and it's going to change your life. Your whole world's going to be in here. And everybody looked at that thing and said, absolutely not. This is a piece of trash. Except for the few nerds, right? The few nerds. And then they're step by step. You had all of, I mean, it's the same flow that phones went through. And now everyone yeah. has to have a phone in their pocket at all times, or they're feel like they get all jittery. And they're thinking that the glasses will be the thing that replaces the phone eventually. Just the next It's the next big thing. And, and eventually it'll become contact lenses. Um, but again, that might not be in my lifetime. Oh, no, that actually sounds pretty cool. I mean, imagine. You just, boom, these are permanent contact lenses that everything I see has an overlay in the real world. And when I want to, they can become opaque. And I'm in, uh, you know, I'm in a Fortnite-like world that has everything I ever wanted in it. And I can be super svelte and sexy or I can be uh, a dinosaur. I mean, whatever. I'm just... Yeah, or eventually... They could just, you know, put plugs in the back of our head, put us in a little pool of pink <laughs> goo, and turn us into batteries, and we could live in. The we could, kind of like the Matrix. It, we, we, <laughs> we were talking about that in the previous podcast about I, I, AI and and the Matrix and stuff. But I think it's very cool, and I'm I'm excited to see the next. I'd say five years when they figure out these light guides and light waves or whatever they're called. And they get that really, really solid. I mean, it, it, the, the the big helmets they're making now are the 80s cell phone. That's what... Remember those? The ones that were in a briefcase? Yeah, the, the car phone. Yeah, you yeah. had a briefcase, the... and, and it was the size of your head, and it was four inches thick because the battery was so bad. But when people were on it, they were the coolest, right? You're on a cell phone or cellular telephone. You are so cool. That's what we're looking at now. That's what the quest is now. It will, it will get better. Anyway, and I think that NFTs and Web3 and all of that are all stuck together. I think that blockchain will be a big part of all of this. Again, I don't think it's time yet, but it, it will be. And I think that it's going to be a very interesting world that my grandchildren 
are going to play in. For me, I'll be the old, get off my lawn, right? I'll be so old and, you know, won't have a clue what's going on. Um, I've always said, what are we that, saying? show me how to do that. How do you again? do that? What, is, what did you press? Where? Oh, you don't, you don't press anything. You just think it. You just think oh, okay. or talk it. <laughs> what? You talk it. Um, I've always said when we get rid of keyboards is when I get off the tech train. When the, when we're no longer typing okay. the commands, right? It's all just talking to it. That's going to be such a weird shift that I'm not going to be ready for. What do you mean? I talk to it. You know, I, I'm uncomfortable talking to Siri now. So anyway, yeah, I don't talk to Siri nearly as much as I think most people do. It's very rare. I, the only thing that I'll consistently ask her to do is set a timer for something. Timers, and sometimes we will <laughs> look things it. up. Like, hey, who, who sang this? Like Shazam, we will do that. Oh, okay, yeah. We Shazam it, and then we will uh, ask random questions at my house. All right, so a topic I did want to get into is encouraging growth inside the company. And I want to get into this because today we are down a couple of devs. And that doesn't mean down in a bad way. <laughs> we it's shot actually, them out back. Yeah. No, it's a training day, but, you know, without Denzel Washington or Ethan Hawke. Uh, so we recently started pushing our devs to find a day on their schedule where they might have some free time in between projects, pick a subject matter, whether it's something having to do with the code base that they use or if it's a new code or if it's a new third-party app or something that they can you know train learn maybe get an online class for or something nothing ridiculous like a master class from gordon ramsay but you know something related to to what they do and what they want to learn about so they could take the day and kind of feed, nurture that that hunger that drive to learn so we and Go ahead. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I just want to say that seems to have really taken off. It seemed to be really uh, well received by our devs, and they were looking forward to it and all trying to schedule basically the same day. So we had to kind of have them, you know, talk to each other and see who can do what days or whatever. But they all jumped on board real quick. So I'm I'm curious well, to I, see how that's going to turn out, what they're learning, and and how it's going to affect us. This month they're all studying database goodies. They all wanted to get better at databases, which I'm fine with because we do them so much. Um, so it's funny you say that, though, because we came up with the idea of a training day because it's important to keep growing and improving yourself. And most people don't take the time. Here's what's funny about it. Everyone was excited about it and no one signed up. So... Here's the thing that we learned, and, and this has been true on several things. When we did our uh, retirement stuff, when we did the um, this training thing, all of the little perks and things that we do, everyone loves them, but there's no follow through. If you really want to show your employees that you want them to grow, you're gonna you have to do it. You have to take, and so Jen, my wife, who does HR, um, she is calling them every month to make sure that they schedule a training day and that they get it, get their training approved because they won't do it otherwise. And, the, and I get it. They're busy. Oh no. I was going to say, anyway. it's not like they don't want to. Yeah. They just, they're busy. They, it's not like, yeah, they, they love the idea of it. It might just slip their head. They just, they, they, Oh, Oh, I, I forgot. Sorry. 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 So we have to, and that, that follow through is what really separates a good perk from a bad perk. When you're running, when you're running your business, you've got to make sure that you have someone. In my case, it's my lovely wife, who everyone loves, um, much better than me. Yes, that is true. So she is the better Baxter. 
Oh, no question. So she is the one that calls them, not calls them, she emails them uh, every month and says, hey, what are you going to do for training this month? And then the process is they go and find something. We get it approved by me or another dev, and uh, then they go forth and have a day, and we pay for the training. That's how it works. Um, so, yeah, it's been funny how perks, and it was the same thing with retirement. Everybody's like, oh, man, yes, thanks, right? We're in a small company. We started doing retirement stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. It took six, eight weeks to get everyone signed up. And our, we have a tiny company. It was amazing. We had some people like, bam, done, right? I'm, I'm ready. Sign me up. Ready, go, ready to go. Yep. And that was you. And then we had, and then <laughs> yep. we had some people. I think we still have one person who still had, they, like, they, they've shown interest, but they won't do it. They probably still have the email in their inbox where all they got to do is like sign up, like actually mm-hmm. go yeah. get the, the PDF to... to to so, yeah, sign it and all that. It's, it's just funny. So I, I would say as a business owner, make sure you follow up on that. Because another thing that we did, and that's, this fell through horribly, and again, follow through. I set up a benevolence fund, and I said, hey, if you know of anyone who needs some help, we'd love to help. That Just privately reach out to me. We'll make sure it gets taken care of, right? Small amounts. Oh, that's a great. It's been over a year and not a single thing. Because they've all forgotten about it, even though it's in that's our true. click up, yeah. right? No one has a clue that we do that, and that's fine. But it's that was one of the things that I didn't follow up well on, and it just kind of it's still there, still can be used, but no one does it. Um, and well, I don't. We think also it, just started these just like monthly lunches over Zoom. Maybe we'll bring up these things every month, just to kind of don't no, forget. I, that's a good idea. You got uh, yeah, the monthly lunches. I, I I love that. That's now permanently on the calendar. And that, that's if you're running a remote company, man, I cannot suggest that enough. Another thing that I started doing, I yeah, um, I would say it's essential. It's because it's cool to see. Well, we did it for a long time. We didn't we didn't do that, and for yeah. years, couple years, we probably did had a remote team without any of that. And yeah, it makes a huge difference. The other thing we started doing was weekly check-ins, um, where I send emails out to all of our team, um, to. Just see how they're doing. And the response to that has been pretty amazing. Now, I will totally tell you that I stole that from Reed, Reed Eula Milner. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> it, that's an old joke. Mr. Terms and Conditions. Old, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Terms and Conditions, the most boring human you've ever met. He's also my marketing guy. Um, he, his lovely wife, sends, that's right. <laughs> we do good marketing. Just, just don't have a meeting me. with him. It's much better than that. Um, you should meet with his lovely wife. She was sending him. So we, we found she was sending out emails to their staff and I read one and I was like, this is amazing. So I totally stole it from them. And I think everyone should steal it from, from her as well. Um, just, just checking quick in little mental health check-ins that yep. probably go a long way. Even if there's no response, just to see that you care enough to check is probably at least a good, a good little yeah, I'd say, in positive direction there half the people respond they'll reply because they all they're full of little questions right how are you doing how's your stress levels that kind of thing and especially now i think mental health it, you know we're talking about the economy and we don't want to be, have a depressing podcast here but it's not great right and it's going to get worse um especially if you're a crypto guy um <laughs> but there's worse stress is real and someone said i, I it was in my business group yeah uh, no matter how much I'm you gonna, try to ignore it 
it does still affect you physically. I mean, you could try to tough guy it away all you want in your head, but it'll oh yeah, you. there's there's no tough guy in stress that way. But I, they were saying something about from a pure business perspective, a divorce, single divorce, costs like six months of productivity for, for from the an person employee. involved. Yeah. yeah, and so the the idea from the business perspective is if you can do anything to help them, like if you paid for marriage counseling, this is a true, true statement. If you literally paid their marriage counseling and kept them together, it would save you money. <laughs> now I'm not saying everybody should go pay for marriage counseling, but from a business perspective, it actually will save you money. And this just another example of how stuff. important, yeah, the mental, mental health aspect of. Yeah. I mean, businesses. divorce is an extreme example, but if you're burnt out, you're working too many hours and your boss is oblivious to it. Yeah. You're going to leave. You're just going to leave. And right now there's so many jobs floating around. We're hiring right now and it's a nightmare because there's tons of people who apply, but there's very, by the time you're like, Oh, I'd like to interview you. They've been hired up, gone. They've already taken another offer that you, couldn't have gotten that fast because he'd already been talking to them, right? It's, anyway. One other thing it's I worth, just wanted to mention real quick. Yeah. Uh, in a previous podcast, we talked about our bug-free bonus that we were going to start because we were talking about the importance of testing when we're releasing products. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And while you were gone, you didn't get to witness this in person, but at least you came back to nope. the good news. We had two bug-free releases. So Two, two bug-free releases, yeah. Two that's, bug-free releases. So that's a good feeling. For those who... Didn't hear what that is. So we have a bounty program at Big Pixel uh, that if a build goes out to a client, either to test or production, depending on its variable, um, and the te- the client does not find a bug within a reasonable amount of time, then we call that a zero bug release, and they're they are incentivized to do that. Uh, all the testers who are involved in that release get a get a little little something something, and they don't need it. It was funny, speaking of follow-through. Some of the testers didn't want us to do it. They're like, this is my job. Why are you incentivizing my job? And I was like, because we're trying to ask for a very difficult standard here. Zero bugs is often impossible. So, and if you if they find a bug, that doesn't mean you didn't do your job, right? We're still proud of you. We still are glad you're here. We're still paying your salary. But if you if if the build goes out and it is perfect, like we just happened to have a couple last week, we just need to recognize you deserve that. some extra. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you should be recognized. That's that's where that comes from. So, um, much to their chagrin, they get a little something something. <laughs> I know they complain and then they say thanks. But uh, yeah, zero bug builds. Uh, that's that's very exciting for me, and uh, it was our first one. We've only been doing it a couple weeks, so yeah. I no, it was just ironic that as soon as we put it in place and you're like, let's see if this happens, then you get to take a vacation and it happens. So, Well, it just tells you how useless I am around this company. What do you call yourself? I don't need to useless be here. I'll overhead. go back. I'll go <laughs> useless overhead. That's what it says on my Slack. If you hover over my name, it says useless overhead. That's my unofficial title. Um, but yeah, it's, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. We already kind of talked about your vacation. Yeah. So I thought if you wanted to close out with any other besides, like just how does it feel coming back? Have you approached, other than the 500 emails in your inbox, have you kind of approached any part of today with like a different perspective or a refreshed perspective or something that's like, 
I don't know, maybe rejuvenated something? Or are you just like, ah, thanks to get back to work? No, I didn't. I, I, I didn't feel that. Um, I didn't think you would, but I know there's a lot of but people I probably didn't... do come back from vacation going, ah, I should have stayed. Sure. Well, I mean, everyone wants to stay and, and, you know, you're in a beautiful, beautiful locale. You don't want to leave it, but I think I'm ready to go. That's really what it comes down to is I feel ready to go. I want to get going and get stuff moving and sell and all that stuff. And that's, I think that's where I'm at on that. So, yeah, so it's good. I'm ready to get going. I'm ready. I think, uh, I think it's going to be good. I think we're done for this one. Well, I'm though. glad you had. Oh, sorry. I cut cool. you right off. Then I'm sorry. <laughs> no didn't problem. I said my part now you say your part <laughs> I'm glad you had a great vacation and you came back I'm going to assume that it's energized since you just said you're ready to get going I'm, so. I'm ready I want I want I want to get moving I want to get going I'm ready to go so, so yeah, for nice. small business owners or startups that can actually take a vacation you recommend how many out of 10 I would My business group, C12, says that if you are a business owner, you need to take a week off every quarter. Every quarter? Every quarter. Mm -hmm. That is what they recommend because you need to recharge. And since uh, as the leader, quote unquote, your job is completely cerebral, right? You're not digging ditches. You're not doing any of this. And so you need to rest that brain and you need to recharge. They recommend every quarter. And now I don't think I've ever done that ever, especially not one that I fully unplugged. I never have done that, but I am aiming to take more time off because if I'm run down, it just, it flows downhill right? everyone feels that if I'm stressed yeah. and overworked, everyone else is going to feel that. And that's important. And it also sets the standard for your people. Vacations are necess- necessary for every person in your organization. And if you're never taking one as the business owner, they aren't either. So you've got to set that precedent that it's okay to take time off. It's expected, get out of the office. And if you're not doing that, no one will. And so I think for a lot of reasons, you've got to find the time to, even if it's a little mini vacation, what we usually do is we'll take an Airbnb somewhere nearby. I'll leave on a Wednesday and I'll work half a day the rest of the week. And my kids will just be relaxing and whatever. And I work till noon or one. And then I disappear for a few hours. Even doing that is better than nothing. So highly recommend 10 out of 10 vacations, 10 out of 10. Go for it. I missed that. I was on Google calendar scheduling my next vacation. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> it's true. I don't know when the last time you took a vacation. It's time, man. Come on. All right. I'll take, I'll take your advice then. Get something. There you go. Right. Thank you guys so much for joining us. This has been fun. Hopefully you learned something or, or were entertained by uh, Gary's rambling. Uh, All right. No, I was just going to say if anybody had any questions or comments or wanted to get in touch with us in any way, hello at thebigpixel.net. That's hello at thebigpixel.net. Also, you can check this out on YouTube and leave a comment there. And with that said, there'll be links to what we talked about today would be the Verge article with Mark Zuckerberg and his many, many, many stupid headsets. So Many goggles. Yeah. After that, I guess we'll say goodbye and see you next week. All right. Thank you, guys. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. All right. See you.